everybody, and welcome back to the Basement Ballers pack, pod, Podcast. I know you missed us. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, y'all miss me, Raheem's right? back from his trip from uh, Lebanon. If you guys have been following us on yeah. TikTok, you guys kind of know what he's been up to a little bit. Yeah. If you haven't, do so. We're kind of on the come up on TikTok. We're posting some stuff. We're pissing people yeah. off. You know how it's Yeah, y'all got it. Chelsea fans have no mercy from us on TikTok. I know, eh? Uh, but that is tiktok and this is youtube and this is spotify but this is our weekly podcast that we're gonna start again every week don't worry we will yeah, not let man, you guys was, down yeah man i was uh i let you guys down for three weeks nah brother that's not laying to... down we did try out a, a a twitch podcast it was okay uh we had our our, our buddy um Hamad come on that podcast his link will be down there if you want to follow him He's a personal trainer. He has his own programs. He's a cool guy. He knows a lot about football. And if you guys like him, let us know. We'll probably have him on in a future podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week, we're wrapping up because this is the end of the season kind of wrap-up podcast. Uh, something that uh, you know all of us have been anticipating. And we are ready to start. You guys already know the drill for those who have been watching. We start off with our Premier League roundup. And today is no different. So Premier League, man, honestly... Uh, it's been over um, on that upper side of the bracket for about like what a week and a half now. Yeah, top four, lead the league win or whatever. That's been done for about two weeks. Right. Uh, Liverpool was was slightly making a push, uh, and then Man United just sealed it off. GG's mm-hmm. to Man United. They earned Champions League, uh, and so does Newcastle. But mm-hmm. what we want to start off with today is our relegation talk because that was the big deal. That was the thing that kind of came up to today, really. Mm-hmm. Right. So, how about you start us off with that, Brahim? Yeah, my prediction of Leicester staying up went horribly. I did predict... What was my prediction? I'm pretty sure, yeah, my prediction was, yeah, Southampton. I think, yeah, I said Forest and then Leeds. Mm -hmm. So, Southampton was obvious. Leeds, I wasn't too sure. I mean, Forest stayed up. I'm surprised. But, yeah, Leicester being relegated is very... um, That's the shocker, I think. Yeah, Leeds... I don't know, man, because me going into the season, I thought um, Bournemouth, Fulham, and Forest. I thought pretty much the three promoted teams were gonna get dusted because Fulham always get, Fulham always go up and then get relegated. They're a yo-yo team. Bournemouth, especially after getting spanked nine-zero by, well, you know, Liverpool, I thought we're gonna get relegated. And Forest, same thing. Like I'm surprised Leicester. Like I thought Leicester were too good to actually go down mm-hmm. because look because now with the with them going down james madison is gone harvey barnes mm-hmm. jamie vardy's probably retiring mm-hmm. uh telemans is gone ricardo Pereira is gone who else do they have that are asked probably castangi has gone um man i don't know ian nacho probably is gone like the, the, there's a lot of pl- players at leicester that leicester is gonna offload because going to the championship next year is gonna be a there's they're this i saw a stat that the second team ever in the Premier League to basically have won the league and get relegated. Because keep in mind, they only won the league seven years ago. They won the FA Cup two years ago. They were finishing two seasons back-to-back fifth place literally not that long ago. So them getting relegated is definitely uh, surprising. Southampton kind of as well because they haven't relegated since like, I think, what was it, 11 or 12 years. They haven't, they haven't relegated or actually no. Let's see. Last time they were in the championship was like 12 years ago. Now getting relegated from the Premier League last time, I can't remember. But they haven't been... In the championship for a while. Mm-hmm. So that was also surprising. Leeds, not really. Mm-hmm. But Southampton, I mean, throughout the course of the year were just shit. So, like, by the time February happened, I kind of knew they were going to go down. You know, Leeds and mostly Leicester, I'm surprised. But, yeah, Leicester Fair going enough. down is shit. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, like, these teams that a lot of people thought, it's not just you, a lot of people thought that teams like Fulham and Bournemouth were going down. But these are the teams that actually put on – Quite the showing in certain occasions. Obviously, like today, Bournemouth lost to Everton, which is kind of what propelled Everton out of that relegation spot. So there was a big, yeah, uh, the goal, the Corey scored a sexy as well, man. Right. Yeah, no, that that was crazy. Like because Leicester even won the game, 
They mm-hmm. won their game and yet they're still relegated. That stuff. Leeds just got dusted, but like, yeah, you know. No, was that was it four one or five one? Four one. They let Lucas Moura score on his yeah. testimonial, bro. <laughs> um. So, but those are the, the like clubs. Like even Fulham. Like I mean, they finished above Chelsea, right? So like that's, that's everyone's a, finishing above Chelsea. <laughs> but like and, <laughs> with all seriousness, that's an accomplishment within itself, right? So um, does that spell something for their future? As in, like, have they built enough pedigree to maybe mm. make some signings over the summer? We don't know, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, Fulham, like, if Fulham get relegated next year, I would not be surprised. Honest, I, would, I would honestly not be surprised. I think the shocking one for me is how bad Spurs have been in the last, like, three months. Because keep in mind, Spurs... Ever since much, they sacked the... Not even before, like, Spurs pretty much from, yeah, when the season started from August till February, we're looking, like, definitely top four, like, for sure. And not only did they, they didn't finish top four, they finished eighth. So they don't even get any. They don't get Conference League or Europa League. Mm-hmm. They, they're getting nothing. Like, Hawks. I'm very surprised by that. I mean, let's see. Yeah, Man City finished on 89 points. Arsenal on 84. Man United on 75. Newcastle, I think, on 71 or two. If you uh, can Newcastle check that finished on 71. Yeah. 71 exit. It's been a pretty decent season. I mean, honestly. Um, solid, man. Honestly, yeah. But next year's gonna. I think next year will be more. Will be even more interesting, just because I don't expect Liverpool and Chelsea to be that shit. Again, yeah. I like, mean, it also depends on what uh, what Newcastle does in the off season because of their like success this season and the fact that they have some really like big funders. Well, know? they they have money now. They got Champions League, right. so they could actually. Achieve. They they need to start off by getting. This is like how every rebuild is essentially. That's what Man City did. Mm-hmm. They start off by getting basically like the fringe used to be like stars. Like I don't know. Like if they can go get like an Obama Yang from Chelsea, mm-hmm. or maybe get like um, I don't know. Maybe like a Neymar. They get like one of the. They need to get like a statement signing because them in the Champions League next year with Dan Burnham, the defense isn't really gonna cut it. So true. like, no, they they true. they need they need to um, they need to strengthen because they can't balance Premier League and Champions League. They're not there yet. So either they focus on Champions League or Premier League. Facts. They got the manager to, to pull it off, and and mm-hmm. honestly, it's a manager like like Eddie Howe is is the kind of manager that players want to play for. I think so. They they definitely have the the. Uh, well, the uh, a- English players would want to play for now. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think no Brazilians out here trying to play for Eddie Howe. But like, I mean, fair enough. Fair like enough. I know. Yeah, that he is. Re- he's he has a reputation in England. But keep in mind, he's like he's like a Graham Potter. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really been like with the big boys. Are we gonna like next year is actually gonna be like a a test because this year no one expected Newcastle to do this well, so they kind of played without much pressure. You could mm-hmm. say. And next year will actually be what we're gonna see. We're gonna see how they how they face the pressure. That's for sure. Um, so now we're moving on to the, so we have three teams going down. Now we got three teams coming up and that being Burnley, Sheffield United and Luton town. Yeah. Luton, Luton town, Luton town, Luton town. Um, yeah, that's another, that's cause Luton is actually, it's, it's a part of London. Yeah. So like now it's going to be, um, that's what, like eight pr- London teams in the Premier League next year because you have, yeah, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, Fulham, that's four, Luton, that's five. West Ham. West Ham, that's six. Um, Crystal Palace, seven. And then Brentford is like a suburb-ish. Like, you can say Brentford as well. That's eight. Mm. That's eight teams that are in or around the London area next year. Yeah, Lewin, that's the... Yeah, they were, fifth, they were in the fifth tier nine years ago. Now they're in the Premier League. I'm, I'm surprised because the final itself between them and Coventry, because I've never seen Coventry in the Premier League, and I've never seen Lewin in the Premier League. So, to me, it's like a thing of like... Like, I was surprised that that was even a final because I was expecting maybe, like, a Watford, maybe, like, um, I don't know, like a Stoke, 
maybe like I don't know, like one of those like traditional seasons. I didn't think like Lewin or Coventry would actually make it that far, let alone Lewin winning it. Mm-hmm. They've kind of, I'm not kind of, they've really gone under the radar because only recently have I have I really been paying attention to the run that they're making in the championship, right? Well, they, yeah, that's the thing because beginning of the season, I remember they weren't, they were kind of finishing, they were like around mid mid table in the championship, and then they made a push towards the end that kind of propelled them into the playoff spots, and then them winning it, but. I mean, I said this on TikTok. I think, I think, was, I think Luton, unless like they actually strengthen a lot, which I don't think they can because they still have to. They need to pay ten million to basically bring their stadium up to Premier League standards. Yeah. Plus, sign players, whatever. Like honestly, if Luton's team stays like this and there's only like minor changes, not like really major changes, I could see them finishing like twentieth yeah. next year. Like twentieth no, right. with like a like a really bad points tally. Like somewhere near like I don't know, twenty or some shit. Like I can see them getting dusted next year. Like it's great that they're they made the Premier League, but them staying in it yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, crazier well, things have happened. Crazier things have happened, man. Honestly, but and obviously this is not coming from us wanting that to happen. More yeah, like no. just facing reality and thinking of yeah. like there, there's some real like like Premier League next season is gonna be, some, yeah, it's gonna shit. be tough. Like gonna I, be crazy, so. I would love Lewin to stay, but do I see it happening? No. Fuck. Like I don't, Fuck. I don't know. And then, yeah, Burnley and then Sheffield, um, Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean Burnley are gonna stay in the Premier. Like I don't. For me, Sheffield and Luton, I think like I wouldn't be surprised if they were to get re like relegated and go back to the Championship. Mm. I think Burnley are there to stay because mm-hmm. they've only been out of the Premier League one year. Went to the Championship, won it with like a hundred points. I'm pretty sure. Vincent Company's a very good manager. So far, he's proving. Facts. And his Burnley team is looking kind of looking kind of wavy. It's not like the Burnley team that you had before, where they were basically just park the bus and you know hoof ball. Mm. They actually play some nice stuff. I mean, I don't know in the Premier League they might go back to hoofing the ball and playing park the bus because yeah. it's not the same level of opposition as the Championship. But like, I I can see Burnley staying up. Yeah, Facts. I think so. No, and uh, I can definitely see that now. And I think. Um yeah, I think that Leicester is probably not going to have too much of a long stint in the championship. I think Leicester will also come back up next season. But that being said, next season is a really big toss-up because there are teams that are down in that mid-table area which I don't see them being there, like Chelsea, number one. Yeah, you know, Chelsea's not going to finish 12th. I, I think don't West Ham will probably have a better season next I season. I see, yeah. Like teams like, okay, teams like Fulham, are go- I feel like are going to drop back down to like around relegation. Well, not necessarily get relegated, but they're going to drop down close to those relegation spots. Um, teams like Chelsea are going to do better. Spurs are probably going to be better than eighth. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, because the top 10 in the Premier League are all like very good. Yeah, Man City, Arsenal, um, Newcastle, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool. That's six. You have Spurs, Brighton, um, Villa, Brentford. That's already like 10 teams that, you know, West Ham. That's 11 teams right there that are like pretty strong. Then you have Crystal Palace. You have like. Yeah, next year's probably is going to be very interesting. It is. And I, and going back on that Spurs comment where, like, I don't even think a lot of Spurs fans wanted European football, right? Like, yeah, like do you really not. want European football when you're in a rebuild? Because it's very clear that they're going to be re- rebuilding, right? Well, not even that. Do you really want European football if it's not the Champions League? Like, I don't really, like, it's probably better for them that they're not in the conference or Europa League because either we're like, who gives a shit? Like, 100%. About like, at least they can take time now. Okay, they focus on the Premier League next season yeah. uh, and, and, and certain cup competitions. But then at least what they'll be able to do is they'll be able to focus on that rebuild. Now, one thing that I have been reading, and I don't know, bro, because football news is always, like, talking shit. But one thing I have been reading is the possibility of Harry Kane staying. Because Tottenham want a lot of money for this brother, and I don't know if there's... Yeah, but he only has, what, I think two years left on his... One year on his contract. So either they have to sell him... 
Like, I'm not saying they should accept $40 million, but if it's, someone comes in for 70 80 I know that's, like, I know Kane is worth at least 100 100 like, something. I get it. But, like, you either sell him now for that much or you lose him on free next year. Because if Harry Kane signs a new contract with Spurs, I don't want to hear people saying, oh, I feel bad for Kane. Nah, he doesn't nah, have a trophy. No, no, nah, nah, it's like he's, he's a loser. It's on him. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I'm sorry. At this point, even when he re-signed in 2018, him and Son, I questioned them. I was like, okay, they were way better than they are now. But if, they, if he re-signs a contract now, to me, Harry Kane just basically accepts being... Accepting mediocrity. Accepting being mid because he's happy with, you know, getting goal-scoring records and scoring 30 100%. goals in the league. But he doesn't want to win shit. Like, Fox. He he needs to he needs to leave. he has to force like I don't care but he's thirty now he mm-hmm. can't afford to stay one more year at Spurs no he needs he needs to move uh, either make a really big move to a big team like Real Madrid mm. or make a really big move in the Premier League to to one of the big six if I'm him I go if I'm him I either go let's see Chelsea need a striker but I don't think they're gonna get him because they still have a lot of stuff they need to sort out Man United like the only team he could really go to I could see is Man United because yeah. Liverpool's attack is kind of set we don't, yeah, Arsenal's is to Man City's is Chelsea I mean yeah and then Man United so yeah huh. I see him going to Man United but but if he doesn't go Man United then yeah he should go like Madrid or something the only way I could see it with Chelsea though is because of uh, Pochettino yeah, but they have they they have Nkunku now. True, like they're getting Nkunku, who's like a center forward slash striker ish kind of. They still have to sort out the Lukaku stuff because oh, keep in mind he's nice. on loan. He's, he's didn't sell him. Yeah. They need to sort out his. They have Kai Havertz. They still have like um, you know Sterling, Ziyech, Pulisic, all that. Like their attack is very bloated with shit. Yeah, so true, they true. need to trim they it. They need down to trim it down they before they can it. think again. Okay, now if they For sell, sure. if they're able to trim it down in the next like month or so. And they still have like about a month or two in the transfer window. Yeah, they could get Kane, but they need to tr- they need to slim down their well, they need to slim down their squad in general, but especially their attack. Fox because it's basically filled with a lot of dead players. Fox and just like that, the Premier League is now over. It is rounded up. We have two more competitions left. Uh, big major competitions. We have the FA Cup final, which is on June the third. Yeah, and then Champions League, which is on the tenth. Which is Champions League, which is a week later. Right? Yeah, a week later yeah. on, on the tenth, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so those are going to be the things that we're looking forward to the most. Obviously, summer is is for the yeah, most transfers, part. Transfers, man. Okay. Transfer window, transfer news. You guys know where that will be covered here on Basement Baller Podcast and on TikTok. Yeah, watch right. our TikTok. It's somewhere. We might pull up with some little. Ch- you know, outside, you know, football challenges and stuff. Leave, a, sure. leave us some recommendations. For sure, guys. For sure. For and sure we appreciate we you guys do. staying along with our Premier League roundups up until now. And the next couple of episodes will be focused on, yeah, transfer rumors and, and, and top tens and things like that nature. So mm-hmm. if you're into that, like, subscribe, do your thing, comment what you want to see, mm-hmm. and we'll go through that now. Today, it is time, again, for a little bit of a recap. We wanted to recap the Premier League season as a whole and just some things that, that uh, like we've noted over the last year. Now, so I wanted to start off with a bit of a like an award show, mm-hmm. if you will. Yes. Talk about some of the, the biggest signings, some of the biggest, the best players, and some of the biggest flops of the season. And I wanted to start off by kicking it off with who you think, and now this should be obvious, who you think is the player of the year for the Premier League this season? I mean, I mean Holland. That's Holland. But like, you need to keep in mind, man. Like it's close because Harry Kane has thirty Premier League goals on mm. this dog on this dog shit Spurs team. Yeah. Holland has six more goals. You put Harry Kane on that Man City team, man. Harry Kane's amazing, man. Like, very underrated. Okay, like yeah, Holland is player. Of the year. Now, honestly, up until a month ago, I would have given it to Odegaard, mm. but I have to give it to Holland because you know they won the league, mm-hmm. broke the goal scoring record. Yeah, you know Norwegian and handsome. Fox, and and he's he's he could be that missing piece that that the Man City needed to win the treble. 
right? So yeah, if they won the trouble, it's GG's Man United. That's uh, yeah, that's. Anyways, yeah, player of the year, yeah, I'd say Holland. Holland, um, uh, the biggest signing. Now this is a bit different because uh, some might also say Holland, but that's a bit of a boring answer. In my opinion, because City has now won the league three times, can you really call Holland the biggest signing? No, or? to me, biggest signing should be someone who basically because they don't sign Holland, Man City still probably won the league. I say, my opinion, the biggest they, signing, and you might call me an idiot for this. I think it's Casemiro. Because man, he changed that team, bro. I, I don't he changed it. I don't disagree, but I'm trying to think. I feel like there's someone I might be missing. Because yeah, Casemiro is probably like Casemiro. Oh. You're talking about team, like yeah. Because I'm thinking Arsenal. I'm not really seeing anything anybody on Arsenal this season that was like incredible. Like in terms of like you had some good signings this year, Zinchenko being one, mm -hmm. Jesus being one, but they're not like biggest signing candidates, you know. Yeah, signing um, of the season is yeah. I'd say, yeah. I guess I could say I'd say Casemiro. Yeah. Casemiro is a good is a good shout for sure. And then obviously like Holland is like probably number. Yeah, two. but Holland isn't the biggest signing because like without him, Man City could still probably they were already two time champs before he they came. They could still win the league. Like maybe they would not have. I don't know. I don't know if they would have won the league without no. him. But I but I think that like I think the chances are high, but I can guarantee you for a fact if Casemiro was on with Man United, Man United don't finish top four. Like like that for me, that's for sure. For sure. Man City, it's like they don't have Holland. It's a maybe that they win the league. Maybe they don't, but there's still a chance there. They don't. Man United don't have Casemiro. They don't finish top four. So Fox. I say yeah, I'd say Casemiro. And moving on to the next topic that I want to ask you about, the biggest surprise team now. This one, some uh, people might say it's obvious, but some people, but there's a lot of contenders. I think actually, I have like four, like I, like okay, I'm I'm listing them. Okay. You're talking? Are we talking uh, like for, I'm picturing surprise team as in like positive surprise? Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I have four. I'd say Villa, Brighton, Brentford, and Fulham. Now, if I were to rank them from like one to four, I'd say Villa number one. I'd say. Brighton number two, Fulham three, and then Brentford four. Because Brentford last year were pretty decent. Like them mm. finishing, I think what they finished ninth. Did Brentford finish ninth? You want to check that for me real quick? Yeah. I believe they finished ninth. Let's they see. Did, yeah. yeah, they finished ninth. I think the year before they finished like somewhere around like yeah between like um, eight to like thirteen. I think they finished like twelfth last year or something. I'm not sure. Point is, them finishing ninth is it a big surprise? But s somewhat is because like maybe second season syndrome because that's like a thing and. In football, where like a team in the in their first uh, in their first year back to like the big league, they'll outperform like all expectations. Then the year after, they basically go down. That's what happened to Sheffield uh, United like three years ago. Basically, first year they come back, they were pushing for Champions League spots for like a lot of the year, and then they end up finishing I think seventh or eighth. Then the next year they got relegated. Mm -hmm. So Brentford finishing ninth is somewhat surprising. Fulham finishing tenth is also surprising, just because like I mentioned earlier, they are a yo-yo club, mm -hmm. so they're prone to kind of going up and going down, but. I wouldn't say it's super shocking they stayed in. I think it's just more shocking the fact they stayed up as high as 10th. But, yeah. But I definitely say a Brighton and Villa. Now, the only reason why I put... The reason why I put Brighton second is because... Well, when they when Potter left and they got the Zerbi, to me, they I thought there would be, like, more of a drop-off. Yeah, I didn't think they'd be terrible, but there'd be more of a drop-off. Because to me, like, you know, obviously, Potter at the time I thought was a better coach. Plus, like, he had been with them for so long, blah, blah, blah. But no, the Zerbi's gone and actually done probably better. Like this is the highest they've ever finished. This is the first time they have they've had European football in I don't know if it's ever, but like definitely a long time. So I'd say Brighton are second. But I only put Villa above because 
Brian basically continuing on from Grand Potter's foundation isn't like too shocking. The fact they did so well. Villa were dog shit until Emery came and then finished what sixth? What Emery or seventh? Seven. Yeah, seventh, seventh, yeah. Seventh, right in conference. Villa were basically I think yeah, they were near like relegation when Gerald got sacked and Emery came. Now Gosh. they finished up seventh and they have conference league. So mm. to me, yeah, I'd say the biggest surprise team is Villa. Okay, year. so I'm gonna go a bit of a different route. So my th- I'll say my top four. One would be Newcastle. Mm. Right, because last year they were basically like close to relegation, right? You know what? Actually, okay. You know what? I'll switch Brentford for Newcastle. Because bro, like Newcastle, you can't ignore those brothers, man. They really yeah, like no, they're no, they're the yeah, team that yeah. even if you don't like support, you're not a supporter of Newcastle. I feel like a lot of people would look at it and be impressed by what they did, mm. especially because we've mentioned this before how they really didn't spend that much money, right? Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. I would take Brentford out. I put Newcastle. I completely so, forgot. Yeah, right. I'd so Newcastle, Newcastle for me, number one. Yeah. I say Brighton number two, similar to what you said. Also, because Brighton had like some some brothers come through like that just surprised me, honestly. Yeah, like Matoma, Matoma's good. McAllister, uh, Caicedo, Enciso. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. But you see that banger that he scored? I know you were in Lebanon, but all he scores is bangers, man. All he scores. He is had banger, that one man. against Chelsea. Now that one against Man City. Yeah. Um, so Brighton has been surprising. Now Brighton is a bit of a weird team for me because Brighton. Could have done better, I think. But they had some really weird losses. Well, like Well, losses that also, they got robbed. Like, uh, the biggest game I remember is the one against Spurs where they lost, I think, 2-1. They got robbed that game. They should have won. Like, yeah, Brighton, if it wasn't for VAR, could have actually, well, finished. They could have gotten Europa League. They could Actually, they still well, they, they still got Europa League, actually. But they could have finished fifth, mm-hmm. is my point. They could have finished fifth and maybe fourth. I don't know. Fox. And like, then three, I would say Villa. Mm. because of the same reason as in Villa's like like kind of down in the dumps. I didn't think they were going to get relegated, but they were really like looking so shaky under Gerrard. Mm-hmm. And then Emery comes in, and ju- they just look like a completely different team. They gave Liverpool a run for their money last game. Mm-hmm. Um, the, solid, very solid team. Honestly, like Mings is, was like an absolute monster, is an absolute monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fourth, you might be surprised, I'd say Arsenal. Because Arsenal is a team that they're capable of top four. Right before the season, I was thinking, yeah, they could definitely do it, mm-hmm. but it's not a team I thought they were going to challenge for the title. And uh, people might talk shit and say, oh, what a you know, Man City's got it, got it, whatever. Arsenal was challenging for the title. They were on top for two hundred and some days, right? We were on top for literally like ninety percent of the year, like literally, right? So they they were a team that I will say positively surprised, given the fact that they don't have like like superstars on their team, other than like I would say Bakayo Saka. But they do have team. Like, they are a team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it is very hard to say who the most surprising team is. Honestly, it is hard. Because it is hard. There's, there's been a lot of surprises. Let us know so. what you guys think in the comments, who you guys were most surprised by and why. But moving on to our next topic, the biggest flop. Now, we can do two flops. We can do team flop and then and then player flop. Mm, okay, biggest flop in terms of team, Chelsea. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, that's, no. I think that's an obvi- that's uh, obvious. Second would be Spurs. 600 mil to finish 12th. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say second Spurs. I'd say second Liverpool. You think so? Even more than like Leicester? Well, Leicester are shit. Liverpool you're, last you year. You know what? You're honestly right. You're actually Le- right. Liverpool were, were basically two wins away from getting a quadruple last year. They finished one point behind Man City yeah. in the league, and then they lost the Champions League final. They win the Premier League. They get basically one more win in the Premier League and then beat Madrid in the final, which they should have done. Mm-hmm. They win a quadruple. They go, they go from that to basically, yeah, fifth. And you they won not they won nothing. Like honestly, no FA Cup, no nothing. I concede I concede actually. So I think mm. saying Chelsea number one, 
Liverpool number three, uh, number two, two. Yeah, and I'd, then Spurs number three. Yeah, I'd give Spurs number three because yeah, basically this year promised way more than like, like I said, they were basically top four looking good for a good portion of the year, Five. and then and they then finished, they just dropped. They finished eighth. eighth yeah, so eighth. like, yeah, um, fucking terrible. And then player wise, man, it's cra- it's it's a bit. I want to throw Son's name in the in the in the Mudrick. pot. Mudrick. Mudrick was a big flop. Hundred million dollars. I don't. Flop. I don't care if it was a January signing. Mudrick. Mudrick's the biggest flop. Yeah. Bum. And maybe, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't want to say Nunez was a flop. He wasn't a flop. No, he just. I think Nunez, he might have yeah. been ex- like because he was compared to Holland for whatever reason. Yeah, but he he, he was not like he's nowhere near that level. Right? But his stats were better than like. I, I then. To be honest, what people think, was like, yeah, like exactly. the amount of people that talk shit, you'd imagine this brother scored nothing like Mudrick. No, no, I wouldn't put no M- Mudrick to me is definitely number one. I think maybe close second. <sighs> Man, who would be a biggest? Close? Yeah, like a lot of Chelsea fl- players didn't do amazing. Like Havertz was really weird. Yeah, but I'm talking about. Uh, are you talking like about signings. just flop signings? No, we can say signings. Yeah, why not? Flop signings. Flop of signings. Year? Like, I'm again. Well, Cal- Calvin Phillips. Fox. I mean, but he, he like didn't play, didn't barely play. played. Calvin Phillips, I'd say maybe. You have like Anthony is not. I wouldn't say a flop no, signing, Anthony, but like no. more, he was definitely like overpriced. I would. Say. He was overpriced, but I, I want to call him a flop. I would say definitely. I think for me, yeah, it would be Mudrick and uh, what's his name Calvin Phillips. I think are my top two. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd say I'd say that because, I mean. You could say Obama Yang with Chelsea as well, but like he never played. Fox, he wasn't really like, much of a chance. I don't know, man. Like I feel like there's players I'm missing, but yeah, I'd say definitely Mudrick is uh is top of there. I I just say for the feed, the hype you have besides all the Chelsea fans are making fun of Arsenal fans, like oh we stole the player you guys wanted, blah blah blah. Good, oh. good. Right, uh, like a lot of Arsenal fans are probably like He's, just, you know, bro, we got Trossard for like a fourth of Mudrick's price and Trustart has been way better. Way better. Way better. He's had nine assists on I think two goals since he joined us. And that's another Brighton dude, right? Like yeah. man, Brighton has some ballers this season, honestly. It's, it's we crazy. need we need Cancelo, man. I need, we need Cancelo from Brighton. Please Arsenal, wow. please. But yeah. Uh, I'd say flop is that biggest flop. Yeah, again let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Uh most improved player. Now this is a bit of a weird one for me because I want to quickly throw Rashford's name in the in the mix. No, because Rashford is one of those brothers who, like, yeah, obviously he's he was a promising player for years before Ronaldo came, right? But this season, he he from last season comparatively, that brother really like pushed. Yeah, him. but he's not most improved. The reason why is because nothing in his game improved. He basically just went on a purple patch of scoring, but like nothing in his actual game improved. He's basically the same player, just basically all pace. Mm-hmm. Like basically all pace and skill, but like he's not, he's not like I told you, nothing about his game really changed for me to say he's the most improved. Like he just That's went, fair. he just went through a pearl patch of scoring goals. Most improved to me, I'd say Xhaka. Xhaka, big, big, big show. had what seven, seven goals in the league this year or six. He had yeah. six or seven. He scored, he scored, he scored twice two today. today. Yeah. So that brought it up to either, yeah, I think he has seven. Yeah, seven goals in the Premier League this year. Basically, a catalyst for most of the year us pushing for the title. I'd say him. I'd say probably um, hmm. it's a bit of a tough one. Most improved. I mean, Bruno Fernandez. I wouldn't say he's most improved because he's he was good like this before Ronaldo came back for like the year and a half he was at Man United, and then when before Ronaldo came back, he was kind of performing the same. But this year he's been. I, I I've liked this game a bit more, so I'd say Wait, let's 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 shout more. out uh, Wan Bissaka though for a bit because I think that that. Good, yeah, yeah, but he improved. 
He improved a lot. Most improved, man. That's such a. That's a, it's a tough. It's a tough. It's a loaded question, right? Uh, in terms of city, I don't. Oh, Grealish. Grealish is Grealish. a good shot. I'd say maybe Bruno Gamares. Yeah, Fox. With Newcastle. Fox, that's a good. You know, Callum Wilson also put in some Callum Wilson was good. Um, um, man, yeah. it's fucking. Maybe. Matoma. Matoma, Matoma for that's Brighton. That's a good shout. Matoma that's for a very Brighton. Good shout. Yeah. I'd say Cancelo as well because he's he can play basically as a DM center mid or he he's played as a right back. He's played like in the defense before, so he was pretty good. Huh. I'd say Mar- Martinelli as well. There's a oh, lot. Yeah, there's a lot. I don't know. Most imp- okay, if I were to just stick my neck out and just say one player, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Xhaka. Yeah, that's a good shout. Let us know what you guys think. Moving on to most overrated player this season. Rashford. You think so? Yes. I think Rashford's a good shout as well, even though I just said he was most improved. I think it's a good shout because they these brothers were talking about Ballon d'Or. Like, like Rashford, that, I'm United you. fans were really hyping him up. And the thing is, I respect his game, and I respect what he's done for the club this season. But to put him in the, like, the conversation with the, the likes of like Mbappe and Holland, like, or especially like pre-World Cup, not pure, sorry, like a little bit past World Cup. Yeah, post World Cup. Like, he, like I told you, he went on a purple patch for about two months. Yeah. Where he was so um, that was a little bit comical, I would say. However, like I do, like he did, he did. Yo, bits. he's good, he did bits but he, but he's overrated. He's good. Yeah. I'd say him, he's overrated. I'd say um, Anthony's overrated. I think they people over Anthony. I think I'm trying to think maybe because I want to say. No, there's a lot of players. I think. Um, I think. I want to. I want to like. Put put some some Liverpool in there because well Van Dyke's overrated now. Van Dyke had a a a bad season in based on his standards, right? And because of his past tenure, yeah, Liverpool fans overrated him because they would say they would say, "Well, what are you guys talking about? Van Dyke is still him. He's it's not true. Like I mean, Mm -hmm. let's let's face reality. This season was an off season. Now, do I have hope that he comes back next season and plays better? Of course I do. But but. As overrated, Liverpool fans overrated the shit out of Van Dyke this season, mm-hmm. uh, based on the performances he was putting in. Uh, that's a that's a good show. Yeah, I think, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Rashford. I think Rashford's okay. the most overrated this year. Rash- and um, now the final category: best manager. The best manager. Now I also want to give a bit of a tier list here, because this one I think is one of the tougher ones because managers of this season, brother, like they've been really a lot of standouts, right? So let's start off with I want to throw four names into the hat, starting off with Pep. Arteta, Howe, and Deserby, maybe. No, no, there's more than that. Okay, if I'm going to throw in, I say there's about, I think, yeah, off the top of my head, I'd say eight managers could win it. No, listen, because I I would throw in Ten Hag in there. No, no, because first of all, I'm taking Pep out right now because Pep, by his standards, I'm talking, keep on, I'm basing this strictly just off Premier League. Yeah. Not like overall, because yeah, no, no, yeah no, they no, could no, still yeah. win trouble. With it. I'm just based strictly off Premier League. They finished on 89 points this year, which is nine, no, ten, no, nine less than they finished off last year. Um, the year before they finished on 86. Okay, so that, but then the year before they finished on, I think a hundred. Like, Pep for a Man City team this year have not like been wow. They've been great as like normal. It's Man City, but they have not been wow for me to basically throw Pep as like manager of the year because like they're basically they they're, they're good regardless. Like they're they're gonna be good regardless. So I'm yeah. not gonna throw Pep in there for me. Non order, so I'm gonna throw them and I'll pick someone after. I'd say yeah, I'd give Arteta, Howe, Deserby, Unai Emery, uh, Gary O'Neill oh, for Born, uh, Gary O'Neill for Bournemouth. So mm-hmm. That's five. 
I'd say Marco Silva, Fulham. That's six. And then, yeah, Ten Hag is in there. So that's seven. And then maybe, hmm, I could say maybe, yeah, Thomas. You could put maybe Thomas Frank in there, mm. I'd say. Because, and then if I'm going to pick someone out of that that bunch, I'm going to go maybe, maybe. Mm. It's Eddie Howe, bro. It's Eddie Howe. Like I don't, I really having a hard time. Like if I think for me, it's a it's a toss up between Eddie, Eddie, um, Eddie Howe and Gary O'Neill. Really? But, but between them, I don't. Because, I mean, Gary, no, that, well, Gary that, O'Neill that, did what's impressive. But that Bournemouth squad should have been relegated. It was yeah. not. It's ass. That Bournemouth squad should have been relegated. Mm-hmm. The fact that not because especially after the nine nil and all of that, they should have been gone. But the fact that not only were they not gone, they finished on what thirty nine points. They they finished what five six points above relegation. Like. All things considered, Bournemouth had a good year, and Gary O'Neill deserves credit for that. That that's why like I'd put between him and Howe. But then Howe, with like not necessarily amazing players, pushed for champion. Like they got Champions League, and they finished on seventy one points. So right. you know, I'll give it to Eddie Howe. So right. for me, I'd say yeah, my top three would be Eddie Howe, Gary. Let's do o- top five. Look, okay, top five: Eddie Howe, Gary O'Neill, Arteta, uh, Emery, Deserby, and then I'd say Ten Hag is six. Ten Hag is six. Okay. I'll do... I'd say that. I'll do one Eddie Howe. I'll do two Pep. I'll do three Arteta. Mm-hmm. I'll do four... Um, I'll do four Deserby. Mm-hmm. Five O'Neal. Six Ten Hag. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not putting Pep on. Bro, I can't, I, I you can't, you can't ignore him, bro. Like, this, this man is just... He's good, but the thing is, this isn't like unexpected. Is my point. It's not unexpected, but like you're talking about, like who would you give the award to? You know what I mean? And it's not I about like the award is given to the best manager, right? It's well, not given based go, on if like. You're, your, well, if we're gonna go based on the best manager, then yes, Pep is obviously the winner. But the thing is, I'm talking about best manager with what was allocated to them. Fair, no, based the on their expectations. Basically, yeah. the best managerial job, not the best manager itself. Right. I'd say the best managerial job was Eddie Howe, Gary O'Neill, then Arteta three. I'd say that. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. That is our uh, Premier League highs and lows wrap-up. And let us know what you guys think about all of the questions that we post today. And time to move on to uh, t- a couple of teams that are hold a nice place in our hearts, mm. being Liverpool and Arsenal. Um, for those Liverpool and Arsenal fans out there, let us know what you guys think. We wanted to talk about sort of the disappointments of these teams that, that we've faced uh, over the last year. And also... What we want to do next season, in order, or I guess within the summer, mm. to make sure that we really challenge for the title, respectively, like both of our teams, respectively, right? I'll let you start off. So, uh, for those who watched today, is Sunday, May the twenty eighth. So today we would have just played against Southampton, uh, a team where we go down four two to against, uh, end up tying four four. No, Honestly, no, don't, don't say we went down four two to say that. No, no, you have to say we were up two nil. We were we, we were up two nil. Our defense, our, our, our de- yeah, that's true. Actually, no, don't right. sugarcoat it. We were up two nil, and then we let Southampton, the bottom, the twentieth place team, score four goals in a row against us. Our defense was was sh- uh, was shambolic. Our midfielders were just passing the ball back to to, to Southampton players, and just absolutely letting like basically today's game was a battle of who can be worse in the back. Pause, <laughs> but. Um, it was embarrassing, generally embarrassing, and it really highlighted the, 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 the kind of season that Liverpool had. Liverpool had a great stretch of great games, winning, what, seven, eight in a row? And then Liverpool, but today's game really highlighted what Liverpool need, and that is a couple of things. We need, mm-hmm. I would say, a new right back. 
so to allow Trent to play um, more in the midfield. Now, right backs that I could think of, I would maybe Caicedo. Caicedo can play right back. Uh, Cancelo can play right back. I mean, that brother might not um, not looking to stay at Bayern. Yeah, Cancelo. Um, we need a new right back. You know okay? what? You and know, we need a defensive right back because our midfielder, our, our yeah. Sorry, you on. know, a shout I'd give you guys is like a, I wouldn't necessarily say a starting right back, but a backup, a very good backup right back. I'd say Ricardo Pereira from Leicester. He's gonna get sold. Mm-hmm. I would take Pereira as a backup. He'd that's, be a good backup. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. I'd give him. We need a new right back. We need at least one new center back because brothers like Matip and Joe Gomez are not cutting it. You saw today. For those who watched, you saw today. It's just not good. It's not good enough, man. It's not good enough. We need backup center back for days that Virgil need to take a break, for days that where Kanate need a break. We need solid backup center back. And Simicast is a solid left back, but, man, he's just last couple of performances has just not been it for that brother. Um... But, but he's a backup. If we don't need, if we, I yeah, I wouldn't invest in a left back because uh, over something else. For example, now we need midfielders. We need, I want to say, a new DM. Mm-hmm. Okay, somebody to 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 cover for Fabinho when he's not having a great day. Not even that. Just sell Fabinho. He's. Washed. I wouldn't sell him. No. I would just sell him. No, he's not washed, bro. He he has it in him. I I can see it, you know. But he needs he needs it like a def- like a backup. Now, who would I want as as a again maybe Caicedo, again um, or not again, but Declan Rice. I would love to see him in red. Um, I would too. We'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that those are some so definitely man. Honestly, I know Camavinga is, is is set on Real Madrid, but I would love to see that brother in red, bro. Oh There's that God. one dude with um, what's his name? Uh, what's what team? Ugarte. Uh, yeah, for Ugarte sporting. for Sporting. Yeah, that dude. Ugarte. Fox. You could take him. He's good. Man, honestly, he's, that, that brother's pretty solid. Um, but I would say the most pressing uh, of the midfield position right now is a creative midfielder to replace Thiago because Thiago is just not reliable, man. I love him. He's a great player, amazing. Too injury prone, yeah. But we need a we need a, a creative midfielder, somebody to replace him. And I don't know right now, like I'm trying to think of somebody who I would take. Uh, I mean McMa- Mc- McMaster. Mc- <laughs> well you guys are gonna get McAllister. McAllister. I mean, according to the final details are being like signed out right now. Yeah. You guys are probably gonna get him. Right. Uh if we can get that you know, hopefully we get that brother inshallah. Uh but yeah, like is our, our our front three are solid, man. I don't see us doing much in the front three, but I think yeah, we're gonna yeah. Honestly, that that's that's what I would do. Let us know, Liverpool fans, what you would do. That's just my opinion. Moving on to now, Arsenal. What are you thinking? How are you gonna challenge for the title next season? We don't need much. The only thing I would say is we need a we need a center back and we need a right back mm-hmm. because the way I see it. Uh, I don't want to go next year with having Ben White as our as our right back. You want him back in the center? I want him as a, yeah, put him as a center back because then you have Ben White, Gabriel, Saliba, and Quior or whatever. Mm. That's that's four right there. Maybe you get a backup. I don't know. Maybe, but it's not necessarily pressing. But for me, left back is pretty good because we have Zinchenko. Maybe get a backup left back, and then we need a starting right back because Tommy Asu like Thiago. When he plays, I love him, but he's too injury prone. Mm-hmm. I can't rely on him. So I would get. I would definitely get a right back and get a backup left back because Tierney's probably going to get sold. I get him. Um, go all out for Declan Rice or Caicedo, one of them, but one of, has to be Declan Rice because Partey's getting up there and he's like, Partey's like 31, 32. Plus, he has some injury issues. Xhaka's probably leaving. 
Uh, not Jorginho. So for me, midfield is definitely like where we need to we need to invest in uh, Declan Rice. Declan Rice or Caicedo, but one of them for sure. And maybe guess like some low, some like players around that maybe. I mean, Milinkovic-Savic we could probably get on a cut price deal from Lazio. I could maybe maybe look into that. Maybe look into... Um, I think you guys need a new right winger. Somebody somebody to, 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 no, to rest for, up for rest to Saka. For me, look, midfield is most important. Then the attack. So, yeah, we have Saka, Jesus, Martinelli. That's like the front three. Then you have Trossard. And then, yeah, I'd probably... I would, I would look into getting maybe Balogun back mm. and have him like, like interchange with Jesus. And then maybe I yeah, get a backup right uh, right winger because I don't know if Reese Nelson, we can rely on him for like a, like a deep title push. Because see, my next year we're gonna be we're gonna try to hopefully challenge again for a title and also You're not in the win. Champions League. Yeah, like try to go somewhat far in the Champions League. So yeah, we definitely need squad. But you for need me, a deeper, a deeper squad. But for, for sure. me, the most basically the most uh the most uh pressing area to me is the midfield. Mm-hmm. Then defense, then attack. I'm not worried about our attack that much. Me, it's midfield one because Jaka's probably going, and then and next year our midfield is basically okay. Yeah, we have Odegaard, Odegaard, Jorginho, Partey. Those are three I can rely on. But Fabio Vieira, no. Smith Rowe, I mean he's still young, but I don't know. Then Moel Neni, no. Sambi Congo, we have to sell him. Like yeah, for me, we need at least two or two, three midfielders. Uh, right back. If that's four players, and then maybe if you're greedy, maybe like a backup right winger or something. Maybe, but like, yeah. I'd Can say- we talk about the the, the send off that Gra- that Granit Xhaka is getting? Because at the end of the day, like one of the things is, I don't know if I don't know if I've ever seen this before, where a player has so out of favor with the club, and then co- like like the redemption arc for for Xhaka, just to then say, you know what, I did what I got to do. I'm leaving, and you know, let's say he does leave. I should say. He's honestly like left on such a great note. Like he's won over Arsenal fans. Yeah, they were chanting, "We want you to stay today during oh, the game." As well. That's so cute. Nah, I don't know, man. I wish we could have won the fucking league. For, you yeah, know, but, but you know what? Honestly, shout out to that brother. He's he's got a lot of heart. You know. Um. Man. All right. Next topic. Maybe you guys will have some fun with this. I hope you guys will have some fun with this. We will because we are doing our final combined 11 for the Premier League this season. But we're focusing on top six teams because if we focused on the whole league, we would go insane. So, yeah. top six teams. Reminder, it's it's City. It's Arsenal. It's United. It's Newcastle. It's Liverpool. And it's Brighton. Yeah. Okay? So. Those players, we're going to be creating a top 11 or a combined 11, sorry. Mm-hmm. And starting off with goalkeeper. Now, I'd say this one is not an easy one, but I would say it's Allison, right? Allison or maybe p- perhaps Pope. Yeah. To, uh, fuck. Yeah, Allison. Yeah. That's Allison. Yeah. Allison uh, t- takes that spot for me. And then right, right back. Right back, I would say Trippier. <sighs> that's facts. Yeah, I think that, that that's a tough one to, to, to argue. Trippier. I would I'd have maybe Trippier. earlier in the season, I would have said Ben White. But yeah, Trippier. It, I'd, I'd say Trippier. Right. So left back. Left back. Left back. Now, again, earlier in the season, I would have said Zinchenko and I. S- I'm trying to think. So we have, uh, maybe like Luke Shaw gets a shout. I would say, mm. um, Ake wasn't like necessarily a left back, but like he was kind of playing a lot in the left back position this season. He was pretty good. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, um, I'd let's have, see. Yeah, maybe him. There's um, what's that one guy? He's he pull, who plays for Newcastle. Let me let me pull it up. Give me a second. It's one guy who plays for Newcastle. Let me check. I forgot his name. Let's 
uh, got one left back for Newcastle. Burn? No, not Burn. Uh, it's a shame. I know, man. I'm talking shit. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna go Zinchenko. I'm okay. still. I'm still going Zinchenko. I'm a. I'm a be. I'm a say. I'm gonna go for Shaw. I'm gonna go Luke for Shaw. Shaw. Yeah, I, I really? think I think he's a solid shout. To be fair, uh, I'm trying to think of like bright, this bright like stupid yet. No, no, mm, no. Uh, and it's not Robert. It's no, it's not Robertson. Yeah. Like it's it's. I think it has to be either Zinchenko or Shaw or Ake. You know what? Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go for Shaw because he plays more traditional left. Yeah, uh, okay. Center back. Okay. Our two center backs. Now this one is is a, is a position that's been thrown up in the air a lot this season. Saliba's definitely in there. Only reason why I say that is because since he got injured, the defense went off a fucking cliff. Yeah. So I'm saying Saliba. Okay. Definitely so let's there. say let's. I think okay. I think my for sure one has to be Botman. My for sure one. Yeah, you know what, Saliba Botman because Newcastle, I'm pretty sure had the best defensive record. Well, in the top six, they had the best defensive record, and I think in the league as a whole, they had the best yeah, defense. So I'm pretty sure. So Botman walks in for me, and then... It has to be Saliba. It you think so? Be. Yes, yes, it has to be Saliba. Okay, I'm going to go for Botman and Van... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Uh, so. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll take that shot. Saliba, yeah, was a really big impact player, and you know, he is, his being away is just nope. terrible. Now, DM, Rodri. DM, Rodri. It, it, it's very close, but I think Rodri in that like latter half of the season really That's pushed a, ahead of Casemiro. Look, look, I'd say Rodri. And then Partey fell. Like, not fell off. I don't want to say that, but like he just he wasn't in the same. My, my midfield three is Rodri, Odegaard, and De Bruyne. Odegaard, Rodri, De Bruyne. Odegaard, Rodri, De Bruyne. Yeah. Say, I think yeah. That's, my, that's my three. That's Odegaard. Yeah, yeah I think that that's free. Now, right winger? Man, I want to say Saka, but it's tough because Saka had an amazing three quarters of the season. I'll give you Salah because Saka the last month has been ass. Yeah, I'm taking Salah, man. I'm taking Salah. And um, I think because uh, Salah had his inconsistencies throughout the season, mm. but with Saka, it's been a lot more like stretch and when it needed the most kind of thing. Mm. Whereas Salah in, those, in the period where Liverpool was winning, he was really key. You know what I mean? I'd say, yeah, I'll give it to Salah because, yeah, he had, what, 20 goals this year? No, Did he 19. score today? No, 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 he didn't score. So 19, 19 and 10 and, assists. Yeah. So, so 29 goal contributions across the whole year. I'd say, yeah, Salah. And then Striker, Holland. Striker, Holland, yeah. with the, Yeah, like it's, it has to be Holland, but, like, if it's a really close Kane. No, well, Holland. listen, if <laughs> I've seen some people put Kane as a left winger because, like, it's kind of criminal to not include Kane yeah. in a starting. Oh wait, Kane's not even top six. Why the fuck are we talking? Yeah, about this? we're talking about top six. Grealish. Yeah. Actually, no, 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 no. Left wing. Martinelli. 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 <sighs> you know what? Because Martinelli, Martinelli really. I'm sorry, Martinelli's been consistent the whole year. Yeah. Rashford. Rashford's been inconsistent. He's been in patches, insanely good. Grealish has been good as well. He's been consistent, but I don't Grealish, think he's been. I don't again, think he's been better Grealish than Martinelli. Grealish is like post World Cup. Hasn't That's when he turned yeah. up, right? Has, hasn't been better but than Martinelli. It's, it's yeah. t- combined eleven of the season. Yeah, you Martinelli. Know what I mean? Martinelli. So I will say left wing Martinelli. So yeah. to All recap, right. this is our opinion. Of course, don't yell at us, please. I'm so sorry. Yell at me, uh, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> 
We got goalkeeper Allison. We got right back Trippier. We got uh, left back. Uh, I said Shaw. He I says Zinchenko. We got Botman and Saliba consensus. We got uh, for our three midfielders. We got Rodri, De Bruyne, and Odegaard. Odegaard. For our right winger, we we can also Salah. consensus Salah. Striker consensus Holland and I then know. left wing consensus Martinelli. So yeah, let us know. Man, let us know what you guys yeah. think, Call of Duty. And, and keep in mind to specify this is only the top six top teams. Six, yeah, top so six. we're not including you know Chelsea, Spurs, whatever. We're talking about strictly I this year who are Chelsea. top six. I wouldn't include Chelsea. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, they fucking suck. Kepler but but, but <laughs> point is, if you guys are gonna go after us for not saying Harry Kane, we're talking about top six. All right. Yes. Anyway. anyway, that's our Premier League talk, guys. Let us know what you guys think. That was a, a pretty good season. Honestly, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Now, that was good. there are also a couple of other leagues around Europe that have concluded. Um, I mean, all of them, actually. All of uh, them concluded. The, we need to talk We want to talk about Bundesliga. Very right? quickly. Because that because was scenes. There was fucking bullshit. I can't believe Dortmund didn't win. No, it's because... This is, and I mentioned this also yesterday on TikTok. You know, peep the TikTok, guys. Peep the TikTok, man. We talk a lot of shit. Um, lot. This is the worst Bayern team statistically and also just that I've seen with my eyes in like 10 years. This is the worst Bayern team I've, I've seen. The fact that they were still able to win the league and Dortmund couldn't win at home to Mainz. Bro, it's done because next year Bayern are going to be better. Mm-hmm. Bayern are definitely going to be better. Dortmund might get worse because Dortmund are a selling team. They might sell some. Okay, well, Bellingham's gone. Bellingham's gone for sure. Reyna, maybe Gio Reyna might go. Who knows? I mean, like, there's some of their players, man, that, like, I don't know if they're going to be the next team. The thing is with Dortmund is that, bro, like, it was so soul-crushing to lose like that that I don't know if they're going to, like, the next. it was in their hand. Like, yeah, next year, man, they might just be too depressed to actually challenge. Oh, man, bro. These brothers lost on goal difference, Because right? the, the Bundesliga is going to get worse. Look, Bellingham's leaving, and Kunku's going to Chelsea. Freaking, I mean, Mane might leave Bayern, but, like, Mane hasn't really been that great for Bayern, so it's not really, like, a huge loss. Like, bro, Bayern are going to win next year. Again. And they're like, I don't know when they're going to lose. If, Gosh. like, if not this year, when are they going to lose? This year was the year to do it. Uh, Dortmund had it in their hands. They go down 2-0 against Mainz. Uh, and, and then and they then end up like they they miss a penalty. Yeah, they missed a penalty. They ended up scoring two goals, but their second goal scored literally a minute. Like basically, they added five minutes mm. into stoppage time. It was scored in the sixth minute of stoppage time. So pretty much they scored, but like the second the second consolation prize. The second it resumed, the ref blew the whistle. Yeah, Musiala scored that one. Musiala's fire. No, oh, like that guy. Yeah, no, he he man, that's big time, big game player kind of thing. Yeah, that's man. fire. I mean, he clutched up, scored he the, clutched the up. league you won, winning you won goal. won the league for your for your league team, you know winning I mean? goal, man. That's a the funniest thing is to see, or funny and sad at the same time, is to see uh, Tuchel like holding the, the Bundesliga title. I hate people who are trying to say that's his. Tuchel, it's Bayern not, have yeah. been sh- Bayern have not been good since Tuchel came. They've been actually like I think worse. Yeah. Because they got knocked out the Champions League convincingly under his watch. <coughs> that's not his, his super fault. Well, man. it's not completely his fault, but he's the coach, so he takes some blame. Yeah. Get knocked out the DFB Pokal, and then basically. Left it till the fi- basically left it till the final day of the season. Where basically it wasn't because they were that good. Like it wasn't because Bayern were good that they won the league. It's because Dortmund just basically fucked up and coughed up the league and handed it to them. Mm-hmm. So Tuchel getting credit for this to me is is dumb. Like I don't think he really like yeah like I'm not saying he doesn't deserve any credit, but like people going around saying oh Tuchel no bro he's been Agreed. he's been kind of that, that's Nagelsmann's title. That's yeah that's main that's Nagelsmann's title because yeah because people are gonna be like well when Tuchel joined they were one point off Dortmund okay fine they were one point off Dortmund when they joined yeah cool but like they won basically on goal difference so did he really fine he got them one 
point above. No, he, he basically leveled on points with Dortmund. That won the league on goal difference. Like, is that really like? That's not that much of a like. It's not really like a thing. You it's not like really like a domination or anything. Yeah, it's like just it's like okay, like no, I don't know. It's not luck. Like I mean, Bayern was like yeah, it's right? some credit is deserved, but still, it's not like wow mm-hmm. tears. But yeah, yeah. So um, we we did we had mentioned it earlier. Ibrahim uh, had made a point that like like we were we had talked about Dortmund at you know couple points in the season being above Bayern in, in the table. Uh, and Brahim would said, like, honestly, like, Bayern is kind of inevitable. Bayern just happens. Bayern is, is just the team they that They don't wins. lose. They, they don't, don't lose. lose. Like, there's been many cases in the last couple of years where Bayern could be in second place, you know, in the, in, the, in the table, whatever. They come back and they win, man. And that's just Bayern. They, all respects to them. But nice. their team is going to change over, over the, the, the offseason a little bit, right? So... I would imagine that Cancelo is going back to Man City. Not really. Well, I he's gonna get re- he's gonna go back and get sold to someone. Exactly. Right. Could be Barca. Could I be Barca. Barca. That would be pretty good. You guys need a right back. No, we do. Uh, hopefully Barca. Hopefully Arsenal. One of the two. If he goes to Arsenal or Barca, I'm happy. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? Uh, he. I think that brother's really underrated. Honestly, I don't know. He's like, good. He's he's a very good player. Uh, and then you have Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane is a player that I, news has it that the Bayern really want to sell. And it's just a matter of who wants to buy. Now, I would, I can see a Premier League return in his future. Do I see a Liverpool return? No. Would you want him to return? No. Liverpool? No. Uh, it's a stupid thing to say, but it's one of the. You know how like we were talking about Chelsea being really like like saturated in the front. Mm. Pause. Yeah. Um, like Liverpool right now is that we got Nunes, we got Diaz, we got Gakpo, we got Salah, we got. Um, Jota, like you know what I mean? Like we're so saturated yeah. that like I love money, right? Yeah. But I want to use our money for something else. Yeah, the front is pretty stuffed. Pause. Yeah. But basically, but uh, I could see him going to like a rival team like Chelsea or like. You nah, know? I I think if Mane leaves Bayern, I don't think he goes back to the Premier. I th- I think Mane's basically he would not want to play for anyone besides Liverpool in the Premier League. Yeah, I th- I like I think he could go to maybe like um like a Juventus like Italy. He could oh, go. He could go out. to like, like an, yeah. maybe Madrid. Who knows? Madrid don't need a left winger. Well, they they need attackers. They do. They do. Like yeah, they don't need a left you think winger. Mane can play on the right. Because Asensio's, uh, Asensio's, Asensio's leaving, and like Madrid need attackers. A uh, Barca need a left. Wing. Barca need a left winger. He can maybe go Barca. Yeah, I don't know. A, yeah, like um, it's tricky, but like Mane might leave. Cancelo's definitely leaving, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. All right, let's move on to our final topic of today's podcast, which is Brahim's favorite topic, and that is Barcelona. Now, yeah, the cycle of them pissing me off. The cycle of them pissing me off. Pissing me off. I don't really care. But the cycle of them pissing Brahim off. Now, Barcelona is another interesting team, a team which I think that they won the league fair enough to them. However, they did it in a less than convincing... Like no, that's actually a terrible way no, to say No, no, not less than convincing. I just like, don't think that they were that amazing. No, no, we, we won it by a decent amount of points, but that's factors down to two things. Mm-hmm. One, we got knocked out of pretty much every competition early. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then two, Madrid were fucking ass this year. Madrid's third, Barca's... No? They're second now. They're second. Oh, because they won against they're, uh, yeah, Sevilla. Sevilla. Yeah. But that's the thing. So for me, it's a thing of like Barca now, the starting 11 is cool. But also the rumors Messi might come back. We need like if Messi comes back, cool. I want him back. And then we need definitely a right back. And we need a uh, backup left back. 
Like for me, yeah, we need we need Messi to come back, a right back, a backup left back, and maybe we do need like for me, what I would like to see is like either like a Gundogan. I mean, Bernardo Silva would cost like a decent amount of money, but like Bernardo Silva or a Gundogan, either those two, and we need a DM either Kimmich or Zuba Mendy from Real Sociedad. For me, like we need that because now that Busquets is gone, Busquets is leaving basically. Alba's leaving. PK already left. It's a it's a new dawn. We need a dawn, fresh man. blood. We need a yeah. It's new. Ter Stegen is the only player left from that 2015 Champions League winning team. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's pretty messed up, it man. A new era up. in La Liga, man. Mm-hmm. And La like La Liga is one of those leagues that I want to see thrive. I want to see like it's fun, but, man. When the Liga man, thrives, it's, it's, it's tough. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. That's the thing. But we have a dickhead I'm, of a president. That's the th- yeah. That's like, the he's ruined. Like bro, this is what, one of the, the was the one thing that he's. He did it. He we, did. We don't want to pay three million for euros VA, uh, for, for no goal line technology. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. Bro, like, he's dude, a bum. He's a bum. He's so, so like stupid. He's like, fucking up the league, bro. He's fucking up the league. The thing is for me right now is that the way I see it, like La Liga but, needs revamping. La Liga needs revamping in terms of TV rights stuff like that because bro, you have teams who are basically like Southampton who was relegated. Could spend more money than probably Atletico Madrid, who are basically a top three team in the in La Liga. Bro, how do how do Canadians watch La Liga? Other than, uh, like, fun streams. Shit, I don't know, man. Like, La Liga needs to fix up their fucking... They need to fix well, up their because shit. I, like, I'm subscribed to two different football, like, streaming services. Mm-hmm. And I don't watch... And none of them have La Liga games. Yeah, I don't... I don't like, know. something needs to change, man. That that league needs to get back to greatness, you know? Make Listen, La Liga bro, great again. As know? long as Barca dominates and Madrid f- fluctuates. Yeah. That rhyme shit. I'm happy. I don't, I don't really care. Like, as long Fine. as Barca does. Well, like, we won the league this year. Hopefully next year... Well, don't play bums like Eric Garcia. I mean, I love PK, but he's a bum. Well, he is a bum now. He, he was ass his last two years. Eric Garcia sucks. Get rid of Roberto. Busquets and Alba, as much as I love them, they needed to leave as well. Plus, with them leaving, on top of the fact that PK already left, the amount of money that saves us. So, like, yeah. I'd say shit's looking sweet. for Like, Arsenal and Barca, shit's looking good for next year. It I is hope. Looking good. It is looking good. I and um, that should wrap up for today's episode or this week's episode of the basement baller podcast we talked about a lot of things honestly it's been a pretty solid season enjoyable for for most brahim has was having a great time for about three quarters of that barcelona does end up winning the la liga title which made him happy uh arsenal doesn't win the premier league title which made him a little bit upsetty spaghetti but we move on we move on to next season hopefully we're looking at some fun transfer window uh activities keep in touch keep Keep in in touch guys keep watching the 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 podcast keep telling your friends about the podcast keep TikToks as well like podcast once a week cool you want like some some daily 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 stuff you want to see brahim shake his ass for the gram that's well, you're not going to see that. But, but what you will see is some funny content yeah. and us pissing people off because that's what we love to do. Shout out to you guys. We love you so much. Thank you for watching. Thanks. Or we're finally back to Basement Baller Podcasting. Yeah. And we will see you next week. Let us I know what you guys want. I won't leave you guys again. Oh, my God. Don't do it. All right, guys. Peace out. Take care. Bye.